What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the podcast. It's all about Dunwoody, Georgia. Matt Weber, I'm the host, um, real estate agent. So if you need help with that, hit me up. Um, show is sponsored by Brett Friedman, Dr. Brett Friedman of the Village Orthodontics, who is right across the street from our guest today, who is Riley Westbrook and uh, Valor Coffee. So Valor has one location in Alpharetta, and they're looking to move into the village. I'm really excited about it just because I've watched you guys on social media and that kind of thing, and you seem like you're going to be a lot of fun. So... And I've got a surprise for you, too, at the end you might not know about. So Okay, okay. Yeah, what's going on, bro? How are you doing? Not too much, man. Thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm stoked. Uh, we're yeah. stoked to, to break into Dunwoody. So, uh, well, you, you guys seem like you're a big deal in Alpharetta, so why would you choose Dunwoody? Um, you know, it, it's kind of the same way that we went about Alpharetta. Uh, in, in ways, it just fell into our lap um, because we, you know, Myself and my partners, Ethan and Ross, started Valor when we were 19 years old and had no cash. So we were a, a mobile operation. Uh, we, we, we ran a Kickstarter and started like a mobile cart. And we always uh, looked at these cool shops, ITP, and thought about how we wanted to be one of those as well. So uh, at, at And the, then you started having kids and you realized you didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was definitely a part of it for sure. Um, but then we also, I mean, you know... I, in ways, the ITP coffee scene is is saturated. I think there's there's still room for it, uh, but even beyond that, we just saw that these suburban cities, especially these ones that are getting revitalized, just didn't really have true specialty cafes. Um, yeah. You know, that's not to say that they weren't getting value from the mom and pop uh, cafes, but but especially local roasters who were pushing really really great product. So we kind of saw the need for that. And then beyond that, the, the cafes, a lot of the cool cafes that we saw were, had just really pre pretentious service. Um, and that was kind of our whole thing. You know, do we want to go into the city with the cool, young, hip crowd and, you know, do the cool, young, hip thing where it's, just, you know, what can I get for you? And that's yeah. basically the end of the interaction. Uh, yeah, uh, or or do we want to kind of pop out to the suburbs and you know serve a great product, but be empathetic and give uh, you know excellent service to the the sixty year old man who comes into our cafe every single day and is driving our business. Right. Mm -hmm. So how did I mean? How did you start at that young of an age? I know you're still doing this Indiegogo stuff. Like, um, how how do you guys? You know, how, at that age, how did you start that first location? Yeah, so um, we, w when we were 19, we we worked at just other random coffee shops. Um, like myself and Ross worked at this this place out uh, in North Georgia that was pretty much a deli with an espresso machine. But we really loved specialty coffee, and we you know took in as much podcast and YouTube content and stuff like that about the best coffee. Way to learn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so we've always we've always told told people that um, there's this podcast. They aren't really doing it anymore, but it's called the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast, and they were like the number one driver of our education on coffee. And a lot of people, you know, usually they have their manager who trains them, but we just kind of bootstrapped it ourselves. Worked at this place that didn't really care about coffee, and so uh, we just decided, hey, let's start something ourselves. But clearly, we didn't really have access to two, three, four hundred thousand dollars at a at 19 years old so um we were like you know we could probably figure out a 
an espresso machine and a grinder like on a wooden cart. Uh, so did a little Kickstarter um, for 10K, met the goal, uh, mostly driven by close friends and family at that point. And then um, just put another 10K on a credit card that we had 0% interest for 15 months on. And uh, we I, mean, got... I was doing the same thing at two, in, at age 19 as well. <laughs> and up that credit card yeah yeah we were like if we don't pay this off in 15 months and we'll maybe we'll call it quits but uh somehow we did we booked we booked events and did good bit of weddings in that time and yeah, eventually ended say. up what did you do with the cart did you go to like local businesses or it was just event type stuff yeah uh, mostly events for sure um we did a couple of you know like uh cash transaction uh pop-up type of things but our our real money came from weddings and film sets. Uh, okay. So we kind of it, it was it's funny like get, doing the film set thing. You have to be super super open and flexible. So we've been hit up a, about a couple of those because we kind of revived our catering arm um, this past year uh, after a pretty long time and built out a new cart. And we can't do those the way we can't used to be able to because they'll hit you up at like seven p.m. and they'll be like, "We need you here at eleven p.m. We're filming yeah. overnight," and we're just like. You know, we're at home watching our kids, but right. we're trying to figure out the infrastructure to maybe uh, pay some of our baristas a, a handsome reward for going out and doing that. Because you can, you can push the budget on those last minute things. So uh, yeah, might be a good gig for someone to do for, you know, four or five hundred bucks for a night or something. Yeah, well, there's a huge studio opening up in Doraville, like real close to my neighborhood, like on the south side of Dunwoody. Um, mm. at, I don't know if you know where Peachtree Industrial and 285 hit. Yeah. There's going to be a huge studio there, Sweet. so maybe they'll need your services. Yeah, there we go. That's cool. Um, so like, where did so where did you move from there? When did you, how did you get the uh, Alpharetta location going? Did you yeah, make a so, lot of money with that cart, or was it? I mean, I'm not going to say we made a lot of money, but, uh, yeah. well, especially in the catering side. I mean, my, not neither of all of us, sorry, let me start that again. <laughs> all three of us weren't taking any cash from the business. Yeah. Um so, you know, every bit went back into it. And so we only had cost of goods associated, uh, like uh, cost of goods and, you know, filling up the tank of the truck we were driving to the event. Um, Luckily at 19, you don't have that many expenses, you know? So True, true. Yeah. yeah um, you can't do that now for sure. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, you know, we, we made okay cash doing it, but eventually we were doing like this, um, transactional event where we didn't make any money you know it was like a it was a halloween hot chocolate um event uh in vickery village and coming and one of the guys that walked up was like you know i'm like involved in this co-working company um you guys should come and just do this every day at the co-working company so you know basically got linked up with them and ended up like a couple months later, I was kind of the one in the best position to quit my job. So it was January of 2018. Um, we started our, you know, like permanent pop-up in the back of Thrive Coworking in Alpharetta. Okay. Uh, and so that was when things started to really move and we were able to, you know, generate some cash every single day. Uh, were you already going by Valor then? We were, yeah, yeah, from yeah. the beginning. Mm -hmm. What is Valor? Or what is uh, it to y'all? That's a that's a great question. Um, so you know, when we were starting this, especially uh, the definition of valor is courage in the face of adversity. So uh, a few nineteen-year-olds who didn't know what they were doing, it was kind of relevant. Um, but beyond that, uh, 
valor in Spanish translates to value. Um, so at this point, we kind of point to that one a little bit more. We don't like to be called valor. We like to be called valor, just to be clear. Yeah. Uh, we don't we don't get upset by the the but mindset. Yeah, I got. Yeah, you. yeah. Um, so you know, we're a values based company. We are very very driven by our mission, vision, and values, and um, you know, chiefly uh, the the desire to give an excellent product and an empathetic service. Um, one of our values is put empathy into action. Uh, and so we kind of live our day to day by that. Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of where we land on the, the definition of the name now. Okay. Nice. Nice. And then you've got your, uh, what'd you call it? The roastery, the roastery in Roswell. Where'd that come yeah. from? Yeah. So, um, you run out of space in Alpharetta and you're like, we gotta <laughs> yeah, we, get bigger. everything we did at the start of this company, and, you know, I think looking back, back, it's, you know, the hardest times, but the best decisions we've ever made has been very much like easing into things. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, doing the cart instead of really trying to find someone to give e like equity invest in the company as a yeah, cafe at the beginning. Um, right. So like that was one of our best moves. And then the same thing, instead of just like going out and starting to roast coffee in our own space where roasters cost anywhere between 30 to a hundred thousand dollars, uh, not giving up a percentage of our company instead finding a space to roast in weekly, you know, rent their space from them. So when we were still the pop-up in Alpharetta, um, pre pre cafe, we were, uh, roasting in peach coffee roasters in Johns Creek. There was friends of ours who let us come in, uh, ended up stretching out to twice a week to, you know, roast and fulfill our orders. Um, and then we did that. So during that process, opened the cafe. And then once we got our footing with the cafe and started really pushing some heavy volume there and started having to be at peach, like all day long in their space, uh, we were like, okay, we need to get our own roasting space yeah. open. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. It's not about what you know, it's about who you know, right? So you found For these sure. peach guys and I feel like this is kind of like the uh, the brewery space where people are kind of like ripping each other off and like interacting with each other and you know mm -hmm. sharing ideas and that kind of stuff. I feel like that is with my brewery friends. Um, so yeah, that, that's pretty cool. And then where'd the uh, where'd the podcast come from? Man, uh, coffee sometimes podcast. I, yeah, I, this is this is I've been waiting to get to this part. So <laughs> Pod, as a podcast guy. For sure. So, you know, we've, we've always had the desire to do it. And um, honestly, in a way, it was to create a very, very extensive FAQ about all things Valor uh, and just all coffee questions that we were getting. So we, uh, especially in the Atlanta area, we were one of the first coffee carts. I mean, there there was a, a few around, especially, you know, pushing like really specialty product. Um and even still across the country, you have people who were in the same spot that we were. They want to open something. They don't have the cash to do it. They think, okay, I can do the coffee cart thing. So, I mean, several times a week we get either an info email or a, an Instagram message saying, hey, I want to start a coffee cart. Like, uh, what? how should I do that? And we were always like, let's just record like an hour-long video. And then... From there, we were like, you know, we could probably take this a step further. I think we have, you know, first of all, it's just bonding time of me and the boys just to sit down and... Creative and, time, right? Yeah, and talk for, for an hour or whatever. 
Um, but it also creates opportunities. Whenever we get a question, we can talk about it. And then the next time we get the question, we can say, Hey, thank you so much for asking the question. Here is an hour's worth of us talking about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I kind of hear the same thing. Like why start a podcast? The first, uh, real estate brokerage I was at, I was like, yeah, they were like, what's your, you know, lead flow ideas? Like, how are you actually going to meet people? I was like, I want to start a podcast. And that kind of eyes glaze over, like, what, why, what does that mean? Like, what are you going to do with that? And I'm like, oh, it'll be a good way to, you know, get people to know me. And, you know, if people get to know you, then, then they really want to come into, you know, like, I'm not that much of a coffee drinker, but I'll go there to see you guys. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it, do, do a lot of the customers listen to the show or is it more? I would say it's know, usually coffee more than I expect. I mean, we're not, yeah. we're not huge or anything, but, you know, we have, we do have some amount of fan, you know, Valor faithfuls across the country who have traditionally ordered our coffee or watched us build out our cart and go into a business. And then they have like that same dream or something like that. Um, so there is some of that, but, uh, you know, we're always surprised by the people who come into the cafe and are like, Oh, I heard on the podcast the other day. And we're like, you listen to us just like goof (laughs) off for an hour. Thanks. Uh, but it's, it's funny. Uh, we always joke about how our wives barely listen to it because they just listen yeah, to us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're like, we hear your stupid jokes at home. We don't have to like, uh, you know, exactly spend an hour of our time hearing them. Uh, and on then Spotify. every once in a while, one of our friends will be like, Matt said this about you on the podcast. I'm like, Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, people know, people know a lot about Sasha just from, you know, me on social media and that kind of thing. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but just very quickly, uh, back to, to Dunwoody, we, um, we, a lot of the things about Dunwoody are the things that we love about Alpharetta. Uh, we love, you They're know, again, that, that suburban, suburban vibe, um, you know, very residential vibe, um, mm-hmm. because we, you know, most, we, we've noticed that a lot of people want to get their coffee, you know, like right after they leave their house on their way into their job in the city, um, or, you know, want to walk out, uh, you know, to, to Valor on the weekend, uh, instead of, um, having to get in their car and, and, and drive into the city for a coffee on the weekend or something like that. Um, so, uh, you know, we opened our cafe right around the time that the city center in Alpharetta opened. And we just see so much of that same, just like pent up potential in Dunwoody, not to yeah. say that it's not already great. Cause there are so many great things, um, but well, if you're waiting I, for Dunwoody to blow up, just keep waiting because that village <laughs> area has been, oh man, everybody's since, I don't know. I started the podcast like 2018. I've been mm. hearing it since then where, you know, one of these days that area is just going to explode, <laughs> but it is like the focal point of Dunwoody. Like mm-hmm. that's where, you know, there, there's a little bit of walkability there, but there's a lot of potential for sure. And yeah, it's just, you know, it's just kind of old looking and the, uh, the company that owns that shopping center Regency has, mm-hmm. you know, you got to get them to get motivated to yeah. build something badass there because sure. it's all full. I'm surprised you guys even got a spot. Like it, it's, it's full, full mm-hmm. with good businesses that are making yeah. money. And so like, they can't shut them down. Yeah. And I mean, props to them. They, uh, I mean, they, they came and found us. And, um, so I, I think they are, they're, they're trying, they're trying to do it, trying to do the thing. Um, and they've been honestly a pleasure to work with. So, uh, that's what I hear. And I know a lot of people can't say that about their, about their landlords. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> we'll Not see how all. the next five years goes, but uh, yeah. but it's yeah, we're 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 happy with the relationship. And you're surrounded by some good places too. That barn mm-hmm. is just a you know a few spaces down from yeah. you guys, and and they've kind of exploded recently. That was something. I guess it was like maybe a year and a half ago, year year and a half ago that that David started that place up, and you know they've really got a name for themselves now as like the cool part of Dunwoody. So mm-hmm. and that's sure. also so here we go. Have you ever heard of the Dunwoody Fourth of July parade? Uh, I I have. Um, I think that uh, we were we were told about it uh, last summer. And it was like kind of you know right right after we made our announcement, um, so yeah. it was it was a little maybe too soon to be involved. Um, well, you're involved now because that's why you came on the show because I was oh, going to yeah. spring the time. I'm just kidding. No, I'm one of the co-chairs <laughs> of the parade though, and you guys should definitely you know get involved in that. And it also so it starts at the other side of Mount Vernon and comes down Mount Vernon and ends right in front of your shop. Sweet, like like right there next to over by Starbucks, kind of. Uh, yeah. Or am I allowed to say that on the show? Oh, you can say it. Speaking of Starbucks, they're going to have a tough time now. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it's going to be cool. It'll just end right there. So I'm going to hit you guys up for sponsorships in the future. Um, So here's my hot take. You guys do the hot takes. Oh, yeah. I drink my coffee with a little bit of creamer Mm -hmm. and a few cups or a few ice cubes in it. Mm. Um, I'm probably not your target market. Oh, you sound like our target market. Oh, really? That is Yeah. Any, I mean, you know, I, I hate to be the guy that we that says we don't have too much of a narrowed target market, but we've got something for everybody. Really? I mean, I'm I'm drinking my coffee uh, black. I typically do. I typically just okay. drink a black cup, um, so I can taste our our quality ham and chip, but yeah. uh, workmanship. But um, well, what's I, your favorite stuff? What, what's your what's your most popular? And like, what do you, what do you, uh, was it Ethan and Ross? What do they like? They're kind of in the same boat as me. Um, we typically go, you know, either a, a plain drip coffee or a pour over, or we go with uh, with a an espresso based beverage, either straight espresso or a cappuccino or something of the sorts. Cappuccino is just espresso with about four ounces of milk um, in the the traditional sense. But um, but I mean, as far as most popular goes, that's that's where I'm saying that like, you know, we we noticed a long time ago that. Just because we like something doesn't mean that that should be what we push. Yes. Um, so, you know, now I see that throughout our merchandise and all of that. It's not, you know, I can think something is cool, but not, you know, want to wear it on my own back or something of those sorts. We're, we're really just trying to put ourselves in our guest shoes and be like, what did they like? So um, when we first started, we didn't do cold brew at all. We just did like flash brewed iced coffee because we, you know, and some special people think it's technically better because you retain more of the complexity of the coffee. We were like, people want cold brew, and this is a great opportunity for us to make our line move way faster. So we bring in a huge kegerator, uh, and we start kegging all of our cold brew and then also doing this nitro oat lavender vanilla latte, and then that is now by far our most... took off. Yeah, I mean... It's good margin on the drink. We get to, uh, you know, all it takes to to make it is this because we yeah. we make the kegs in our roastery completely apart from the service side of things, That's so it cool. doesn't have to go through the espresso machine line, all that stuff. So it's a, uh, uh, you know, I don't walk into Valor and drink that drink every day, but uh, a, a lot of people do. So um, yeah. yeah. So that's a hot one. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about that Indiegogo campaign. You guys still doing that, right? I didn't we are, yeah. Um, I okay. think we're we're we started it last Saturday, so we're 
six days in and we're a little over 10k out of 25 so uh okay. we're we're on the right track for sure we're a little ahead and of schedule. so what what do you need from dunwoody you need somebody to what is it twelve hundred dollars for coffee for a year is that still on the on the table for sure i think there st still might also be three early bird coffee for years left at a thousand as well so um i'm gonna be honest with you guys our top spender spent four thousand dollars on coffee beverages last year at our alpharetta yeah. location i mean so that twelve hundred dollars would have been worth it yeah yeah by far <laughs> um so i you know what we've been telling most people is you know this campaign isn't as much of a need for extra cash because could have could have grouped that into uh into the you know the rest of the funding that we got for this cafe um we did this very intentionally so that people could be the foundation of of valor dunwoody and then we can give you a little something in return for that as well so i promise yeah. you we're uh we're not gonna come out super great on these copies for a year, but we want to give them out because it's yeah. such a such an amazing deal. Ground floor and yeah, yeah, that's cool. I like that. exactly. Good. So um, it's a it's a good value and yeah, you can you can get multiple drinks a day. Any drink you want up to an eight dollar value, which is to go over eight dollars, you have to really really try. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's cool. And uh, when's the opening date? Do you have one yet? I wish I did. I, I what do. What was the original open date like two years I, ago? <laughs> so we have never with with any of our things we've never given an explicit like you know yeah. this is where we're going to open. I think That's originally originally we said fall winter twenty twenty two, which totally could have happened, but um, DeKalb County was uh was a a beast to to get through on the permitting side. Um, yeah, and so. We finally did, and then from there, I mean, our our contractors have been on it. Like, I've done two different build-outs in the past, and it's always been behind schedule, but these guys are like th three days ahead of their schedule right now. Yeah. Um, so so we're getting, we're getting really, really close. Um, I'll say I'll give the most transparency here of anywhere. It won't be sooner than four weeks from now, and it shouldn't be longer than – two months from now okay so next yeah. couple months yeah That's but don't awesome. hold me to that don't hold me okay, to it i won't i won't i won't and you tell me when you get a date you tell me i'll blast it out for you we'll do yeah we'll, we'll probably soft open to start um we we've typically done that in our other ventures where just uh you know we're there one day we have our permits we've been training and we're just like you know let's just unlock let's just open, let's just unlock the door and see what happens okay. um because uh we went through a pretty big hiring round and we're kind of still towards the end of it so if you want to work at valor then uh email hiring at valor.coffee and uh shoot us your resume and we'll talk but uh we're getting close to the end of it but we had to hire like 15 people because we're also splitting um we're splitting our staff in half at alpharetta and half of them are coming to dunwoody that's a good way um, yeah. yeah so we'll have a little bit of uh a veteran crew and so they'll be able to take the new people under their wing but I expect that. I, I just, you know, I don't, I don't want to overwhelm anyone because even me, I've worked in the coffee industry for a, a while, and if I was in there with these systems that I've never actually practiced, I would yeah. fold under the pressure. So um, yeah, if we were just like grand opening, right? You know. And you'll be able to watch. They'll be able to watch the other people. I, I like that idea. That's cool. Um, so what do you think about the space? Is this one? Is this as big as Alpharetta, or is this bigger than Alpharetta? It's it's bigger. It's like uh, we're talking. 
3x the size uh, for for th- at least the service and seating area. Uh, honestly, yeah. it has a little bit less storage, but we're getting really creative with it. Um, but uh, yeah, we we've always wanted. Again, I'm gonna leave a little bit up for uh, for surprise, but um, okay. we've always wanted to do a central bar, like uh, you know, uh, if you ever walk into some sort of market or something, it's just like everything's in the middle and everything else is around it. Um, like you know, service and where you order all take center stage, and then everything is around uh, all the tables and whatnot around it. Um, yeah. We have always wanted to do that, and it's not you know quite exactly as crazy as i just made it sound like the space just isn't big enough for that but there's a lot of elements of that we're getting to introduce some some cool bar flow stuff that we've always wanted to do um and then ultimately i mean prices and construction of a lot of things have skyrocketed but we do we, we did have a little bit of uh of extra cash on this one compared to Alpharetta so we've been able to do some cooler uh furniture and seating and uh design things with this that I think it's going to be really cool. I mean, you know, we what don't What are you going to do with that funky drive-through at the front? It's all it's all patio space now. Is that gonna be patio? Uh, yeah, nice. so uh they they filled it in and um we're going to have a pretty huge patio which I'm I'm really really stoked about because uh we we have a patio in Alpharetta. It's kind of small, but like people love it. Like they love being out there. So yeah. um, I look forward to the summer days where we can prop the doors open and have people out there and stuff. It's that's going to be one of my favorite elements of the space for sure. That's awesome. Well, that one day when you unlock the door, you tell me and I'll come up there and oh yeah, hang out. oh yeah, sit. On, I'll sit on your patio. Hey, maybe I'll give you a little uh, a little little uh, pre-open tour. Oh. Sounds like a promise. All right. Sweet. Well, that's awesome, man. Uh, Dunwoody's excited about you. I've talked to many people that know who you guys are just from the Alpharetta location. And um, so that's that's really cool. I, I'm sure you're going to do well, and I'm going to try to help you out. Thanks, man. We're we're stoked about it. We uh, we, we really can't wait. I'm, uh, I'm losing sleep over how excited I am. Yeah. All right. So the call to action for Dunwoody is get your kid up there get your young adult up there to work um and then check out the podcast what's it called the uh the coffee sometimes podcast oh yeah if you want to get to know these guys and other than that just wait for that those doors to open mm-hmm. and flood in yeah yeah uh you can you can really get the best updates from us uh either through the podcast or through our instagram our instagram is valor.coffee there you go well cool well thanks for making time for me man oh yeah dude i appreciate you having me on